Because you are the creator. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless your holy name, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You're worthy, Lord. You're yes, worthy. Lord You're worthy to be praised and glorified. Yes, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. There is none like you in all the earth. Yes, so oh Lord God. And we had doxology worship today by uh, Seer Master Prophet King, our associate clergy pastor and elder, with during the blowing of the shofar, which is also doxology by shofar. And it's our call to worship that lets everybody know it's time to rise and begin to worship and come into the presence of the Lord. It's time to meet with Him, to commune with Him. And then we heard our doxology, praise, and worship. So I'm getting you familiar with the term so that when you see it, doxology, you'll understand what it means. And so, doxology, praise, and worship was the Apostles' Creed by Emu Music. And so tonight, is God attributes symbolic significance in directions, part three. God attributes spiritual symbolic significance. In directions three, last week we learned about up, spiritual ascension. That's where God elevates you. And I taught you about the, God is saying he will. He said, I will. God said, I will. That's elevation in the spirit in the kingdom of heaven. Tonight we're going to be looking at crooked but up. Crooked but up. Twisted, distorted in the spiritual with pride and self-exaltation. So I'm giving you a part two of up at the same time. We're learning the direction, uh, the symbolism of being in a crooked place. Uh, you're, you're, you're walking with God, but it's a twisting and a distorted viewpoint. So we must understand that crooked but up. Let us bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this word tonight. We thank you that you are holy and righteous in all your ways. And that you make our crooked places straight. That you untwist our spiritual outlook. Untwist us in the spirit. And to cause the crooked place to be made straight. We thank you that... We understand that crooked but up uh, takes us to the side where you are not pleased, where we are not honoring you, but you let us know when your judgment is being passed on such behavior. Or when you are trying to correct us, like in 2 Timothy 2.16, for the word of God is given for inspiration, for correction, for reproof and instruction in righteousness. 
And so, Father, the instruction in righteousness makes our twisted, distorted of the spirit straight. It is untwisted. It is clear vision, clear understanding. And so we ask you to have your way. And Holy Spirit, I yield my vessel to you and unseal this fountain that you may manifest as the living waters are released. Be glorified, Lord. Be glorified. Be glorified. Yes, hallelujah, God. hallelujah, hallelujah. Be glorified, Lord, Be in the earth today yes. and through your earthen vessel, your yielded apostle already. In the name of Jesus. Have your way. Sayerere sikisian. Krase krianda hakraye sikriasai. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. Zayere we zizikisian zayerere disia. Zikaye zizizian zayere. God is a holy God and a righteous God. This is the crooked but up, twisted, distorted in the spiritual with pride and self exaltation. Remember, I told you, this is God's end in the be and end, and it's an eternal purpose. Isaiah the forty-fifth chapter, and we're going to see God's eternal purpose in Isaiah. This is how He makes a crooked path straight in Isaiah. He lets us know what he's going to do before he do it. And sometimes he lets us know at the end what he has done and where we are going. And so he knows our beginning and the end. And so we must understand that this is the end of a season in the beginning and starting a new order of things. And we must understand that the the crooked places are being made straight. I want you to understand that. If you've been twisted, excuse me, distorted in the spirit and up with pride and self-exaltation, then you must understand that God makes the crooked places straight. And pride and self-exaltation, he cast down. But that's only the understanding of crooked but up. Uh, up on the, on the opposite side, we must understand it's about pride and self-exaltation. Last week, we talked about God's I wills with up in spiritual ascension. So tonight, we got to understand that we can't self-ascend. That we can't walk in pride and self-ascend. That in such a state of up, we are twisted and distorted in the spirit. And so Isaiah 45, verse 1. He says, Thus saith the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have holden. And that means he has strengthened it. He has strengthened Cyrus's right hand to subdue nations before him. And I will loose the loins of kings to open before him the two-leaved gates, and the gates shall not be shut. 
I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut in sunder the bars of iron. And I will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which called you by thy name, am the God of Israel. You've got to understand these are the wills of God and he talks to his servant this way he said I will do this for you I'm the one that called you I will and God lets us know that when he sets us in a place he said he's gonna open two lead gates and the gates shall not be shut. In other words, what we say today, he's going to open some doors that he's going to want you to walk through. And he's not going to shut them. That's what that means. We're talking about Isaiah. Isaiah. In the years of 740 to 697 BC, Isaiah the prophet, and in Isaiah, he is prophesying to Cyrus. He's telling them what the Lord is saying. And he said, these gates, and to us today, that means these doors that God will open, no man can shut. They will stay open. And he says, I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut in sunder the bars of iron. What, 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 is, what is it? God is saying, I will. This is spiritual ascension, which we talked about last week. Uh, and this is God saying, I'm about to pass some judgment. Uh, the spirit of judgment is among us. Uh, and he is saying... He'll be untwisting and making a straight place. Uh, he will be making clear that which is distorted in the spirit. Uh, Ephesians 1.18. Ephesians 1.18. The eyes, this is a, a prayer by the Apostle Paul. And the Apostle Paul spent three years in Ephesus. And this is where the book of Ephesians came from. He said that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That the eyes of your understanding be enlightening. This is what God does when he untwists 
the distorted in the spiritual when he gets to us uh, and he shapes us and forms us he is untwisting knowledge uh, he is untwisting us distorted in the spirit I want you to understand that he is untwisting the spiritual that which keep you crooked that which keep you twisted in knowledge and wisdom and understanding towards him. See, this is where we have to have a conscience towards God. You must understand that when your knowledge is twisted towards the Lord Jesus Christ, or your knowledge is twisted be before Jehovah, Elohim, El Elyon, El Shaddai, the Ancient of Days, uh, Elroy, the God who sees you, he knows if your spirit is twisted. Uh, he knows if it's distorted and he sends what you need. Uh, some of us reject what, what, what God wants to send our way. Uh, and then therefore we got to stay twisted uh, and he just can plant a little seed uh, so it can begin to grow and faith begin to start uh, so that one day another one he's called like Cyrus will come and he'll make a straight way uh, and he'll knock down some things, break some things uh, in your life so that when he sends another Cyrus uh, that you will receive him or her. Ephesians 1.18, he says, he will, I, I want you to understand the untwisting of God when he says, I will break down. He is making clear and enlightening our eyes. And what is the eyes but the soul, the mind, will, and intellect? He lightens the eyes of the soul. The natural eye is the window to the soul. But the Lord is saying, uh, he, he untwists the spiritual soul. The windows to the soul, the spiritual man, you've got to understand that you, God does not want your thinking twisted. He does not want your knowledge distorted. He does not want you blinded to his truth. He wants you to understand that that is what he's doing here in this message tonight. He is, he is taking the symbolic spiritual significance of a a crooked direction and a self-exalting, a self-ascension up in pride. And so he tears them down. There, This is the season that's ending. And some have been promoted and some have been demoted. That means God has brung some down and lifted some up. And we must understand that this is the call and the will of God. This is not the will of Apostle Redick. This is the will of God. It is the end, but a new order. And everybody must walk in their new order, whether it's promotion or demotion. And you must understand, if you take the promotion, God said there's something more at the end too. If you take the demotion, that's his correction, that's his instruction, and you've got to make sure it's God that's demoting you because otherwise it's not demotion, it's spiritual warfare. And you've got to know the difference. If you have been walking in alignment with God, 
demotion ain't from him. It is pro promotion. But if you've been walking where he got to break down the gates and the walls, uh, he's got to break through the brass and the iron, uh, then I want you to know in your demotion, you must walk it out because at the end of your demotion is a promotion. I want to encourage you today. Don't be discouraged because you may have been demoted uh, because God will promote at the end of that season. I need you to turn to Revelations 3. I want you to understand that God wants to enlighten our eyes of understanding. Revelations 3.18. Matter of fact, start at 17. I want to show you the twisted and distorted so that you can see that God wants to straighten out the twisted and the distorted. He says, because thou sayest, I am rich uh, and increase with goods and have need of nothing and knowest not that thou art wretched and are miserable and are poor and blind and naked. Uh, and uh, rich people don't get offended here. I want you to understand, don't get offended there because I can go through the seven churches, the other six churches and tell you what's distorted. But I picked out these verses just because God wants to straighten out the distorted and enlightening the eyes. And so these verses apply to us. So we got to look at ourselves. And I want you to understand that if you tell me you're getting offended or if you say you're embarrassed, then you must be walking a little twisted and distorted and so I want you to understand that God is straightening out your spiritual aspect of how you see him or your spiritual aspect of perfecting you maturing you in the spirit verse 18 I counsel you to buy of me gold tried in the fire that you may be rich uh, and white raiment but he's talking to the rich uh, but he's saying listen that's not the rich you want to be this is the rich you want to be he's saying I counsel you to buy of me gold tried in the fire that you may be rich uh, you think you're wealthy now you get with me and I'm gonna show you riches and white raiment. These are riches of the spirit. He says in white raiment that you may be clothed that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. When you are twisted and distorted, there are there is shame there. And he's saying, I want to give you a spirit, uh, a spirit that's of me. He's called the Holy Ghost, uh, the Holy Spirit. And when you have this spirit, he's going to clothe you that you won't be shameful. Some people look at me and they say, how come you're not ashamed of your past? Because I'm in Christ. That's why he has forgiven me and I have forgiven myself. Uh, the thing is, when we sin, some sins are towards us and some sins are towards God. So he clothes us in his righteousness. He gives us our, our, our clothes from heaven, this white raiment, this Holy Spirit in which we should not be ashamed. Uh, you are ashamed if you're walking in the sins. That he tell you not to. And when he begin to reveal it, 
Finally says, if you have your white raiment on, you should not be ashamed of your spiritual nakedness. Your sinful state. Because that's why we need to buy of him. We think the natural riches are something. Wait till you get to the spiritual riches. And then God says, I'm going to take that. I'm going to take you in those spiritual riches. And then I'm going to give you the wealth of the, of the darkness. But we're not talking about that rich. We're talking about how God makes us see. So we need the white raiment, which is the Holy Ghost. He says that the shame of our nakedness do not appear. And he says, anoint thine eyes with thyself that you may see. In other words, we need the Holy Spirit anointing to see the things of the Spirit. This anointing oil is a representation of the Holy Spirit. And he says, anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see. He says, I need you to put on the Spirit of God that when you see, you'll be seeing through my Spirit and it's going to untwist some knowledge for you. It's going to take the distorted views out and you must understand You must understand that then you'll be enlightened. The spiritual soul will have then given the mind spiritual understanding. See, we can get knowledge all day long, but if that knowledge causes you to fall, it's twisted and distorted. But if that knowledge, because you're a believer, that knowledge must keep you in alignment with God. And how do we know? According to his word. And see, it's not about, it's not about, it's not about the law, but it is. Because if you have the Holy Ghost, you fulfill the law. And that's what Jesus said I came to do. I came to fulfill, not to get rid of it. To show us how to walk in fulfillment of the law. And that's what you need to learn. And that's why he perfects us and matures us in the spirit. And make the twisted, distorted knowledge in the spirit straight. He said, I will. Only God can do it. So let's look at this. The crooked. It's a fraudulent. Let's go back to Isaiah 45. Isaiah 45, verse 2, he says, I go before you and make the crooked places straight. Uh, and what does crooked mean? Uh, the twisted, distorted in the spiritual is fraudulent. It's deceitfulness. Uh, and see, this doesn't come from God. Uh, it, but God um, 
but God deals with it and he straightens the twisted and he gives you a clear understanding so it's not distorting and he says the, the crooked also represents a hill that swells up an uneven place uh, and a hill that swells up is a, a man or woman full of pride that self exalts and I want you to understand that God is saying I will he, he's saying I will break in pieces the gates of brass and so what does that mean the gates of brass the doors of brass he said he is going to pass judgment against the sins of disobedience the sin of strength and endurance uh, you've got to understand that to break in pieces this brass you god is going to bring some knowledge some some gates have this brass and you can't unlock it you can't go in but god is breaking it down he said i will go before you and he's going to get rid of some of the brass that's in your way that's in your life And I want you to understand this strength and endurance is different than what God gives us. It's the sinful kind. And he says, what else did he say? He says, and I will cut in sunder the bars of iron. So what does iron stand for? What are the bars of iron? It's a symbolism of strength and affliction, but also judgment. Inflexible rule and cr crushing so iron does some things and some of us have iron in our way some of us have brass in our way and these things aren't from god because he says i will break them and i will cut them asunder and so let's go to isaiah the 14th chapter Isaiah 14, verse 12. He says, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground? Uh, I want you to know there was a war in heaven, uh, and Michael the archangel, he cast Satan out down from heaven. Why? By the word of the Lord, by the word of God, by Jehovah, he cast Satan down out of heaven. He said, how are you cut down to the ground? Which did make weak the nations. So y'all want to blame God for everything. But God is letting us know it was Satan. It was Lucifer. Lucifer is his angelic created being name. He was made full of music. And if you don't believe it, you can read Ezekiel 38. He's the 
covering cherub. He, he's a cherub that covers. They're like the protectors. They are the ones who, who, who um, in the holiness of God, their wings in the Ark of the Covenant, they cover. And so they're God's covering. When God's presence is with you, wherever you go, if you're in the house of God, the fixed sanctuary where God puts his name, the cherubs are covering. They're covering. When the cherubs are there, God is there. When God is there, the cherubs are there. Why? Because they're his covering. There is protection. I want you to understand, here is the I wills of up, the pride and self-exaltation. He says, for you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne. This is the hill that is swelled up uh, in an uneven place. Uh, this is pride and self-exaltation. He says, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. He says, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. These are the I wills of God. And I want you to understand when you look at saints and believers that walk in the authority of Jesus Christ and the power of God, which is the spirit of God, which when you want the power of God, you God, I need the Holy Ghost. When you need the right raiment just like you call on god by his name you've got to call on the power of god by his name god i need the holy ghost sometimes we need truth in our life god i need the spirit of truth to lead me and guide me to teach me in all truth. Uh, see, he will get, he will make the twisted and the distorted and the spiritual straight for you. He will enlighten your eyes of understanding. He says, to ascend or go up means to be exalted, to bring up. Or to elevate from a lower level to a higher level and self-ascension. See, God's I wills give you a spiritual ascension of promotion. Satan's I will give you a self-ascension that God demotes. He says, I got to break the sin of pride. I got to break the sin of self-exaltation. Self-ascension, Satan's ascension, not influenced by God. And so you've got to understand, if he cast Satan out of heaven, the first one he cut down to the ground, the principal problem, you've got to understand he will do it to us. And he warns us first, though. You see, man has an idea to do it also. But they got to make sure it's the will of God when, uh, when handling God's vessels. And surely enough, when he begins to expose people, he lets you know. And so we must understand 
that God, when he exposes, he does it privately first. And he keeps warning us, and then he does it openly. But we've got to understand when it is him, is the correction aligning with God? He says, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. In Revelation, the 12th chapter, the third, third and fourth verse, you know what Satan did falling from heaven? The red dragon, his tail took a third part of the stars. Uh, he said, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. And the stars are the angels. They rule the night. He said, for you said, so God is letting Satan know, Lucifer know, this what was in your heart. And so now, um, so now he rules in the first heaven. His place is hell. But he rules here now because we gave him that authority. When you give in. To say, and you give him to the author, give in to the authoritating rule. Satan is the father, or Lucifer, he is the father of prideful men and women, men and women who self exaltate. He said, I will be like the most high. And today he reigns and rules, but try to rules like God. And Jesus died for that very thing so that you can get out of the grips of Satan and into the hands of God. Second Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians 2. Verse 3, he says, let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall come, shall not come, except there come a falling away first. See, there's going to be a falling away from, from God, a falling away, and the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God. Or that is worshipped. So that he as God sitteth in the temple of God. Showing himself that he is God. Mm. This day is coming. This day is coming. He fell from heaven. But then he going to fall from this temple. He's going to be cut down again. But this time when he's cut down, he is the final judgment day. It's the great white throne judgment. And he's going to be cast into the lake of fire. And that's where you don't want to be. That's eternal separation from God. And you think, I, I want you to understand, there are people who practice divination of fire. They're called wickers. And they think that what they practice here on earth is what's going to be in hell. But the fire is going to be times, 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 times more worse than the fire of here today. Amen. Today. Are you sure you want to go there? 
to the lake of fire, to hell. Do you, I want you to ask this question to yourself. Do you want to go there? You might have the knowledge that because you practice fire here on the earth, that you can withstand hell. But that fire never ceases. Uh, that fire, the Bible says, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Uh, that fire is a torment that never ends. Uh, are you sure you want to go there? I need you to understand the truth. Uh, let me take out the distorted and the twisted understanding. See, Satan fell and he deceives the nation. God just showed us that. Uh, so we need the truth to bring and pull people out uh, of Satan's grips. Uh, and if that's you today, I want you to know there is a place in God for you. He wants to change that thought. Uh, he wants to renew your mind and transform you. He wants you to understand that Satan deceives. And make you think you can withstand his fire. But I want you to know today, the fire that's here on earth compares nothing to what's in hell. I'm praying. See, the word of God is taught to instruct us, to give us the knowledge that twists and distorts us in the spirit. Uh, and today, God has opened up the door and he's saying, listen, I'm giving you this knowledge because I'm your savior and I want you to come to me. I want you to get rid of the heavy burdens. I want you to get rid of the twisted and distorted of the spirit. And I want you to see Satan for who he really is. But I want you to know that judgment is coming. See, God wants to revive you tonight. He's weighing the souls of men. The spirit of judgment is at work. Uh, to some of us, is the gift of discernment. And it's at work, and he's saying... Uh, I'm weighing your soul, and I need you to trust me. I am your Savior. I am Jehovah. I am the Almighty God. I am, and I will do this for you. I will break down the, the gates of brass, the sin that keeps you bound to Satan. I will break the iron that crushes you and passes judgment. And so this type of judgment, because it's sinful, is unrighteous judgment. And you've got to understand, God said, he will tear it down. He will do it for you. You just got to trust him. Will you trust him tonight? Will you trust him tonight? Will you come to him tonight? I need you to bow your head. And let me pray for everyone now. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this moment. As we, we, we have a decision to make. Whether we're going to trust you and allow you to untwist and, and, and make things clear that is distorted of the spirit.
that you would save us continually. You began this good work in us and you said you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. You gave us the spirit of grace for faith in your son for eternal salvation. And we are still living here and there are some that have left the faith and there are some that are still in the faith that have a twisted and distorted view. There are some that are up prideful and self-exalting and you're letting us know today that this is not of me but i want to tell you what i want to do with this and we thank you father for wanting to break the distorted places for wanting to break the brass and the iron gates in our lives uh, and in the lives of others uh, we bless you and we glorify you and so father now i pray for all those who is in the valley of decision who choose your salvation that they say i am a sinner and i believe thank you for the grace that you've given me for faith oh thank you, and your son jesus christ thank set me free Thank you. Renew my mind. Thank you, Jesus. And Heavenly Father, I pray for every believer because tonight we've learned that when you're talking to the church, uh, you're trying to make our crooked and twisted and distorted path straight. You are perfecting us, maturing us in the Thank spirit, you, still yeah. snatching pieces of us Thank out of the Jesus. darkness and into the light that you have Thank shining you, bright for us who is the son of righteousness, you, Jesus Lord. Christ, with all healing in his wings. And Thank so, you, Father, Lord we God. pray, God, Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. for every backslider, yes, Lord. for every person that is trusting you and yes, believing in you, Lord God. In Jesus. that tonight what was twisted and distorted, yes, self-exaltation in the spirit, is now corrected in Jesus. is now made straight rather thank you lord god that there that the eyes of our understanding are enlightened yes lord god thank you jesus thank you lord and that you've snatched souls back from satan thank you jesus and we give you the glory the honor and the praise for hallelujah, it right now we thank you for those that by this hallelujah, message that you hallelujah. have delivered through the uh, thank you jesus. through your apostle rhetoric will thank save you, souls will enlighten the thank eyes you. and understanding of people thank you, that they will make a conscious decision thank to you. come to you Yes, Father God. And so, Father, we pray that Amen. you would have your way and be glorified. Be that glorified, oh Lord God, in all the earth. And be glorified, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And be glorified, Lord. Thank you. For you are holy and righteous in all your ways. Yes, Lord. And you are El Roy. You're Jehovah. Jira, yes. our provider. Yes. And by both those names, you see and provide. And so, Lord, you provided us tonight for where we see twisted and distorted. You clear it up in the spirit. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for showing us the way. Yes. Thank you for leading us and guiding us in all truth. Thank you, thank you Father, for all that you've done and all thank that you're you, doing. Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. And let there be just judgment in the earth. 
Yes, Father God. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen. Now for the benediction, peace and blessings in and through the Holy Ghost, God's Spirit leading us in eternal life and in Christ's full stature. This is your Apostle Radic in Christ's authority. Spiritual Mother. Amen.